welcome to the Low Armor Cast. My name is St Wow. I've been recording too many TikToks. <laughs> Run that back. Welcome to the Low Armor Cast, an actual play D&D podcast about three kids in the trench coat trying to solve a mystery, except those three kids are actually small-sized creatures. All right, we're going to take it one more time because I'm not going to cut through that intro. <laughs> <sighs> Welcome to the Low Armor Cast, an actual play D&D podcast about three kids in a trench coat trying to solve a mystery, except those kids are actually small-sized creatures, and that trench coat is actually a suit of giant battle armor. My name is Steve, I will be your game mommy, and I am joined with my illustrious pit crew. Say hello, illustrious pit crew. Hello, hello. illustrious pit crew. Got through it this time. All right, now the question is, will Third I make the choice to leave all of the failure in on the final round? Recording or not. <laughs> the answer on, is like, maybe. Fast forward. Just do it on like on 1.5 two times speed. Oh, that's a good idea, Kelsey. Maybe no. you should edit the podcast. <laughs> I'm down to pretty. You want ideas? I got ideas. <laughs> Kelsey's. Uh, you want micromanagement? <laughs> so that's a good thing for a relationship to have. Is strong <laughs> micromanagement. Um, uh, Speaking of double speed, uh, you know Sean the Skull, the Skull guy, YouTube guy. I no. do not know Sean the Skull guy. So I, I know I've shown you guys. I'm almost in my 40s. I don't know who anyone I know. Yeah, it's, it's all good. That's not important. The important thing <laughs> is, is that on Twitter, uh, on, tw yeah, uh, on Twitter, he revealed that he listens to music at 1.5 speed. Gross. And it, right? <laughs> like, what kind of sicko shit is that? Yeah, I'm like, this isn't like a book. <laughs> right? Yeah. When yeah. Dragon Force isn't enough for you. Yeah. yeah. If, uh, when you listen to Atari Teenage Riot and said, you know what? I could listen to faster. <laughs> Uh, when you listen to the Alvin's Chipmunks growing up, and uh, and you're like, oh, if only the Chipmunks did all music. <laughs> the Chipmunks were my first sexual awakening. Oh God, who's? Oh no. Um, <sighs> Have you seen that? Who's getting the best head meme? No. <laughs> no. Again, I'm 39 years old. I don't know. I'm a drop it in our chat. Sorry. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, all right. So. You How may, about we start? You may proceed, Stephen. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron, for letting me begin the podcast. Um, how about we start with introductions? Kelsey Stephen is married Grimblank. Hi, I'm Ron Leota. How you doing today? Good. That's good. You, you gonna say your character name, Ron? I mean, I play Tama sometimes, <laughs> most of the time. Hey, what's up? This is Triple A Ron coming at you live. Uh, the rest of us are dead. <laughs> uh, I play Scratch. Okay. And as always, Merritt is a fighter. Thomas Bard Scratch is an artif artificer. Merritt is a goblin. Tama is a failing. Scratch is a short stack tabaxi. All right. We have the characters. We have the names. Now let's do the recap. Tama has uh, green hair. <laughs> I'm sorry. I listen to a lot of D&D podcasts. It's always like player, character name, species, it's class. Like these are the we're, things. But we're getting we're getting far enough in that like so some people towards are the beginning so of the arc. Yeah. No, no. I've listened to hundreds of episodes of hundreds. Of, you just got to do it every time. I can confirm to you that we do because I looked into the analytics the other day. We do have. Have people 
people that jump in in the middle of a of like like Mad we lads. have people that are like yeah. they jumped in, <laughs> in episode nine and then that person has listened to nine forward but not back. <laughs> I think I get the gist. Device. Yeah, <laughs> this is probably where they got okay. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna hold out for them to get good. <laughs> Strap in. Yeah, uh, it's gonna take a while. Uh, so let's talk about last episode. Last episode, our wonderful little pit crew found themselves uh, surrounded by zombies. Uh, what do you mean by the- little? <laughs> I mean, you're all very short. That's true. And there's not I'm a lot of I'm not you. right now. Uh, yes, Merit is, <laughs> is a full five foot ten inches. Um, let us never forget Big Merit. I'm Merit's. an average human height. <laughs> uh, let's not forget Big Merit, who is just an average human height, but big for Merit. Um that is a yoked goblin. <laughs> that goblin could play basketball on like an all goblin league and just dominate. <laughs> uh, in a normal basketball league, it, they would be too short. But uh, uh, so in the in the lower floors of the sky spire, in the warehouses brought down by JJ after a re- after a sudden betrayal, our pit crew finds themselves surrounded by the undead. Scratch scouting ahead and trying to find the best pathways and keep distraction up for various shambling and meandering zombies as the rest of the rest of the crew, along with Wilton Welvix, sneak about to try and avoid conflict. They do so relatively successfully until they get to the elevator with two large undead creatures. Possibly ogres in, in a past life were blocking the way, but fortunately, they found on the lift exiting just at the time that they needed the elevator the most. Right, Dawn Shield and her adventuring party in the middle of a combat with a blood sucking vampire spawn <laughs> explode out of the lift, uh, figuratively, not literally, um, uh, and uh, play play little musical chairs trading spaces with the pit crew. The pit crew tried to allow Right Dawn Shield and the rest of the adventurers to come up with them, but you can't keep a paladin from hunting down undead, and there were plenty <laughs> of undead in that basement. However, they did get an excellent little guest in the form of that vampire spawn, which came up uh, on the lift with them. They fought the vampire spawn quite uh, capably, felled them. Uh, with yeah, we bullied that ones. vampire spawn. Yeah. I mean, it was four of you on one vampire I, spawn. I love the way it played out, too, because... Um, did the vampire spawn ever come out of the elevator? Yeah, it okay. did. It did, and then it just like jumped back in <laughs> to try and get to you. As... Yeah, because we tried to pull that cool move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because yeah, like the the way that ended up playing out would have been really funny to see in like a TV show or something. Because it's like doors open, ding, vampire spawn comes out. We go in, vampire spawn goes in, and then we're all just in there with the vampire spawn. <laughs> ding, it's a classic doors Captain closed. America Winter Soldier <laughs> elevator fight. <fun. laughs> yeah. Stars. Um, uh, maybe I'll put that on the soundtrack for that episode. But uh, so after felling the vampire spawn, our little group of uh, pit crew members disca- decided very quickly that they should probably tell someone about this. So they go to the person that they can trust the most with the most trustworthy voice, Samson Kimmage, <laughs> um, uh, to tell him about it. Uh, he takes that very seriously. Uh, they don't 
don't have a problem convincing him or anything like that. Uh, character note for Samson Kimmich doesn't believe in gaslighting. He goes to investigate it in the pit crew after dealing with some undead and some vampires are like, we need to head back to the room, regroup, regather. But back to the room, they do not go. They do not reach the Red Grove from Rockville. They go higher and higher beyond the 199 and up to a top layer of the sky spire they had not been to yet the doors opened and they could hear piano music playing and a song as they are greeted with a view of an extremely opulent room building it stretches forever and that's where we left off now you can hear the song playing uh someone singing and playing a piano uh, uh, off in the distance. What you're greeted to is a, uh, like a marble floor with columns, uh, on either side of you, creating a sense of a hallway, even though the room is great. Foliage and plants kind of on hanging pots. There are water features that you can hear currently running. The room is lit up, or the area that you're in is lit up. It almost seems like it's daylight in here. The difference here is that you don't necessarily see just nothing like you would on the 199 where it just looks like it's sky above you, or on a lot of floors where the southern wall just seems like it's open to the elements because of that illusion spell. Um, you do see walls occasionally and windows and such off in the distance. What do you do as you hear this music? Merritt's going to shuffle to the back of the group and not be the one to talk to anyone first. <laughs> Can we take a long rest? An eight-hour rest? The <laughs> yes. In the uh, So I take out my bedroll. lobby. Uh, I make a fire. No, uh, I slowly, I cautiously walk towards uh, the singing. The singing. So you walk down the highway. Oh, well, the highway. Um, uh, do the rest of you, I assume, oh, follow? Yeah. Wilton yeah. follows. Um, <laughs> we just the, watch Tava walk away. The, Wilton Bye. follows because the NPC, the DMPC, always wants the character to engage with the plot. <laughs> um, Wilton follows, uh, kind of posting up right beside Tama with uh, Scratch and Merritt in the back. Um, All right. So if they're walking abreast, Scratch is also going to walk abreast. So there are three across <laughs> and, then, and then just and then she's gonna look back at uh uh merit and be like eh you like you want to walk next to me but we'd be an imposing an imposing figure i'm just gonna stand behind since i'm i just tower <laughs> yeah, over everyone right. <laughs> <laughs> well, i suppose not wilton not but... wilton but you tower over the other two so you're behind the other two yeah <laughs> close quarters as you walk down what seems to be almost like an endless path uh uh, you find that there are statuary inside here. There seems to be a disconnected from like a grounds. It's not like there's grass or anything. It's all in um, uh, planting stations and potted areas. You see like even some topiary aspects of some like really controlled hedge bushes. Can I have all three of you please roll perception checks while you're walking and listening to this music get louder? Five. <laughs> I want you to know I would have threatened copyright infringement. Um, if you'd all walked four in a row, I would have like found some cover of Follow the Yellow Book Brick Road and then just like lightly played it into the background. Mm, perception. That's a 10. 
22. <laughs> 22. Thank God, Dharma. <laughs> nice. I like that because there's only three of you, there's a good chance that one of you is going to succeed, and there's a very low chance that more than one of you is going to <laughs> I, I look over yeah. to Wilton quickly and just ask, is this a, is this a bowing situation? Well, if uh, we're where I think we are, uh, genuflection is potentially the word of the day. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um... I've, I've never been to this part of the Sky Spire. I didn't think anyone got to come up here. Uh, with the 22 perception, Thomas specifically, Scratch and Merritt, you're both overwhelmed by just the sort of general opulence. Mm -hmm. With a 22 in, in, in uh, perception, Tama, you're seeing things that you occasionally would see come through your, your home, your island, from trader ships from all over the fold in here. There are very high-priced, very wealthy, very old artifacts, curios, and different sorts of uh, objects that really should be in a museum, but are instead <laughs> up here. Uh, not overly gathered. It's not like a dragon's horde situation. From all over the world? All over the fold, yes. Mm. Uh, all mm. around the world, the statues crumbled and brought to here. It's just uh, a hall of uh, ladies' heads, like returned to Oz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I uh, wish I was stealing that idea. Um, uh, uh, what a so basically, this lady is the Hobby Lobby of the yes. fold. <laughs> There's strong Hobby Lobby in <laughs> Good, good catch. Good catch with the recent court case and everything. Very, mm -hmm. very timely. But more like the British Royal Museum then. Mm. Closer. <laughs> um, uh, so as you wander through here, you've got a clock like at least an empire's worth of wealth. <laughs> You're walking through this area. Um, you finally see some rooms that look functional. You see some restrooms, uh, some some washrooms off to the side. You see uh, like what looks like it might be a swinging door to a kitchen area. You haven't seen any staff yet, but the music gets louder and louder until you approach. It's surrounded by like uh, semi-transparent sort of mesh curtaining sort of like a canopy to kind of give the room a divide where it has none. Uh, there's a couple steps down and then you can see this kind of white gauzy fabric draped down around a standing piano and a woman singing at it. And she's against one of the few walls in here. Uh, you may have managed to walk to the western side of the building at this point. You can see her from the, from the back. Uh, she's got kind of like long black hair looped into kind of like loose braids that kind of go down her back. She's wearing just sort of like a simple uh, kind of like white top. And there's some seating couches made of fine wood and upholstery, all that sort of like visiting area or like a salon that people are supposed to be entertained by whoever's sitting at this piano. I take a relaxed uh, like position like I, I i just you know i don't stand like at attention or anything but i very patiently stand and wait uh for her to finish her song um playing the song to its completion but it just sort of fades away it doesn't seem like it has a conclusive chord or uh a movement in it like it's meant to just sort of loop into itself over and over again she pulls the cover down over the keys pushes back the bench and stands up 
turns around and uh, smiles. I bow courteously. Merit, scratch. Do you take Thomas I quickly, Lee? yeah. <laughs> scratch does a bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, I can't guarantee that either of the... Yeah. yeah, Merit makes sense to do this. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wilton also bows, so Scratch stands there. Um, uh, Scratch, bit, like, nods her nods head. Nods her head, yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the acknowledgement, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, she smiles and she's like, Hello, come in, come in. Come come join me. I do as uh, she asks. Yeah, uh, yeah, Scratch comes over. Yeah, and so you move through the gauze. It's nothing special. You just move it aside. Um, uh, and then there's seating in like a little low coffee table that's really like nicely polished. I've been introduced to my friend Wilton before, although I don't know if he quite remembers me. Mm-hmm. And Wilton suddenly has like this dead, afraid stare on his face. Do you go like, like <laughs> he's met somebody and he doesn't know them by name? Um, uh, and so his eyes just go wide and he goes real quiet. Um, but I don't think we've been introduced. Loretta Maldonis, governess of the Spire. It's a pleasure to meet you, Merrick Grimclank, Tassilius the Speaker. Scratch. David of the Twisting Peaks, I believe it's been updated. Yep, that's correct. Excellent. Have a seat. I hear that you all have been in a little bit of traumatizing situations in the Sky Spire since you've arrived, and I feel like I can provide context. And she uh, sits down kind of casually and then reaches, reaches beside, and there you notice a silver kind of like tea cart, a silver tea cart that's already got like a a well-steeped cup of tea for her, and she takes a sip. That is, if you have the time. I'm not keeping you from anything, am I? Of course not. We have plenty of time. I mean, I was hoping to get some sleep, but uh, this is fine. Didn't you already take a long nap earlier this afternoon? Yeah, yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff's happened between then. I, kind of turn, I turn and look at them both, and I just mouth the word, Please. <laughs> Wilton, Wilton literally reaches over to Merritt's like elbow and just kind of gives it like a kind of a shaky hand squeeze. <laughs> and it's just like, like, but, uh, but yeah, uh, as you see, and it's like, don't worry, I won't keep you long. And then you can go back to your dreams. <laughs> One could say that the Sky Spire is a kind of dream. How have you enjoyed your stay here so far? <laughs> We've been shown uh, great hospitality by the staff. Wilton here has been an excellent guide, and it's been nice to meet uh, new contacts like uh, our champion's friend Samson as well. Ah, uh, yes, Mr. Kibbage is a delight. Such a warm personality for someone that you wouldn't expect it from. What about yourself, Mr. Grimclank? It's 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 been really great to meet other people here. Alright. <laughs> Wilton's too polished. Scratch. <laughs> 
How has your experience been here? Uh, it's been fine. What's the point? <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> None of you are going to bring up the fact that you just fought a room full of zombies. Or well, I just kind of assumed you would. <laughs> like, well, we, we've been hijacked from where we were going to be here, so ball's kind of in your court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she uh, smiles a little bit to herself, just the lightest of smirks. <sighs> so the Sky Spire, as you might imagine, is unique, singular in all of the fold. I've worked very hard to make this happen. I don't imagine any of you have ever been to any place like this. There's never been any place like this in a recorded history. And unfortunately, that means that there are situations I had to choose to resolve. Things to protect the general reputation, but more importantly, population of the Sky Spire. And it seems that... Scratch, could you please stop playing with that little pebble on the table? It's uh, coming through in the audio. Uh, <laughs> it seems that... Uh, I'm a cat. I get fidgety. That's 100% fair. Uh, it seems that... Uh, well, you've peeked a little beyond the veil of what most guests of the Spire would see. And... Uh, uh, it appears that you had a eventful tour at the Imps uh, Processing Center, uh, and then followed that up by a more eventful tour of the lower floors. After talking with some people we're currently having a disagreement with. So I'm just curious, what's your takeaway from all of this? Is this the kind of thing that you're interested in? Is this the sort of stuff that you might gossip about at lunch? Or is this more of just like a, oh, that's funny. And then you just kind of forget about it later. I have one job here, and that's to announce my champion. Uh, nothing I experience here has any relevance to that. Uh, and I don't have much of an opinion beyond that. So, I see no reason to share an opinion I don't have. That's fair. Scratch, yeah. also the I same, mean, I said. Yeah, that's pretty much how we all feel. Like, we're just here to do our job and uh, move on to the next uh, champion battle. Like, we got plenty of our own problems. We don't really care too much what's happening here. Yeah, not not adventures. Not, yeah. not <laughs> genuinely our job. Yeah. The, the whole thing with the... Um, the shit factory, like, that's its own thing. Um, uh, that That's more of a personal interest of mine. But it's not like, you know, we're not going to be making news about it or anything. Um, and as with the individual uh, involved in some of the more nefarious things, uh, he reached out to us. We contacted him to try to avoid people getting killed particularly at our event. Mm -hmm. um, he tried to murder us. Again, not really something I blame the Sky Spire for. That That's... seems to be that guy and his organization's thing, which further solidifies its 
What goes on at the Scaria Sky Spire beyond our event is really none of my business. She smiles very wide this time. And is like, I love to hear people that understand, for lack of a better term, their lane. What would people with jobs to do in a sporting event have any interest in how day-to-day workings of the Sky Spire happen? And don't worry, the people that I believe Jethrin, Jethrin is, was his name? Was. Was his name, I believe. The people he was he's associated with will be dealt with. We cannot have any problems with the opening ceremonies of the championship armor battle season, so just making sure we're all on the same page. If that's everything, and you have no intention of getting further involved, I recommend you continue sticking with your little new pet pop star and enjoying your time here. Maybe stay above floor, well, Wilton's floor up, the woods floor up. That would probably be best for your own safety. Just because of all of the concerning events that have been occurring. Well, I think that's more than fair. I certainly wouldn't want to make an enemy of anyone that would be a good friend in the future. Excellent friend. I'm really quite friendly. I don't know why people don't think that I am. Our meeting has been quite pleasant. I appreciate you being so forthcoming. Mm. Uh, One last um, thing. Good luck in the champion armor battle. I have a feeling you'll need it. She literally just like puts the teacup down and stands up and just exits the salon and goes off and disappears <laughs> behind just go, just walks out of frame if you will leaving you there in this giant palatial estate <laughs> <laughs> completely alone otherwise oh if this were skyrim nothing would be left <laughs> <laughs> you just put a bucket on your head lady <laughs> this uh, is the kind of thing a dm can do when there's no rogue in the party <laughs> so it's like oh i can put wealthy things everywhere so i rolled 23 to shoot her with my crossbow I mean, you can. Would you you like my fidget ring, Aaron? (laughs) It'll help you not get on the audio. See, it makes a little bandy thing. From the first moment that she was like, I like like people who know their place, like Scratch was just immediately thinking like, okay, can I get away with attacking her? (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Like, the whole time Tama is sitting there is just like, I'm not sure they recognize this is the most dangerous situation we've ever been in. Like, to them, this is, like, another rich person talking to this. I know what will happen if things go wrong here. Oh, no, maybe. Scratch does, too. Scratch, Scratch just might not care as much. Yeah. yeah. And then Merit, Merit's used to dealing with high-powered politicians. Like, yeah, like, has, like, a passing familiarity enough, like, enough to be like, yeah, you're rich and stuff, but not enough to, like, actually realize he should pay attention or like be careful but nonetheless you remind me of uncle grimlock 
Grimlock the Tyrant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he always got me really nice when, things when, on my birthday. When the, be- when the, when the uh, 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 center point for merit of who's a normal politician is Rupert Morningson. <laughs> Hacky comedian Rupert Morningson. Uh, it's a weird time. It's a weird time. Um, but uh, yeah, so you're in the salon. Uh, they're left to you. Wilton has stayed quiet. We we go, we go to we go back Lawrence. to our room. <laughs> on the piano. We go back to our room, and uh, I don't think we should talk about this for a while. So, so I just want to make a quick note on the way back. Scratch kind of does that thing where you know you like run your hand on the wall, but like just is like leaving out a couple claws to like kind of just lightly scratch every now and then. Roll a d20 for me. We'll see how much damage this does. Seven. Seven. Okay, not much. Yeah. Just little marks. Yeah, just just a little petty shit. Wilton Wilton shakes his head. (laughs) I I need to roll. Scratch Scratch just smiles a little bit and is like, well, uh, Wilton's thinking of what to say. And he's like, I'm I'm not making any promises. I will say that I'm not going to do anything to put us in undue jeopardy, but I'm not making any promises. I don't owe her anything. We don't owe her anything. Don't forget that. What just happened, happened. I don't think any of us are actually going to have rest tonight, (laughs) in quotations. Do you want to know more about that or not? I can I have some thoughts but I do not need to go into them and I can take us to somewhere I'm pretty confident is fine like more fine than obviously has been the situation because apparently Loretta knows way too much about the happenings like in a very uncomfortably real time sort of situation <laughs> if you don't want it Wilton won't talk Wilton won't say nothing I, I'm just letting you know well, I think you've been a great guy I'd love to hear your opinions yeah uh, let's get Merritt's thoughts first before Wilton goes into Merritt like what do you think how are you feeling mm. not super comfortable if we're just like have we have if we haven't gone anywhere and we're still just like in the elevator no you're in, in, the, you're in the lift right now okay <laughs> but Wilton's yeah. basically saying he can take you somewhere where he's pretty sure it'll be secure yeah. But he's, he, of course, he can't be a hundred percent, um, as a person. But he now know now that he knows that some like you all are being watched or something. Yeah. Um, don't don't love this. Don't love this deep interest. Don't love how <laughs> she talked to us or about Kibbage. Uh, My money's on her. She, she's a vampire. I think it's. I mean, she's uh, she's the leader of a country. I think it's perfectly fine how she talked i think we should go talk uh i'd really like to hear what you have to say though i'm like giving you guys kind of a wide-eyed like shut the fuck up look like (laughs) like of all things the elevator is bugged yeah and so uh wilton doesn't say it he just punches in a number uh on the uh control pad and it actually leads you back down to the woods instead of the red grove uh, you exit. It's now late enough at night that the woods has even gotten relatively quiet. You can still hear conversations. It's not like uh, floor 36 where it was just like uncomfortably quiet. Like people live here and, and there are still some late night people having kind of quiet conversations either in or around their homes. And Wilton just sort of uh, guides you back um, through various alleys, but not toward his place. 
Uh, eventually you find a um like a little street that almost looks like a side alley except there's a lot of like homemade business signs and everything on it and uh beside one you see a little thing that just says meat shop it's got a stairwell down into its basement below it and wilton just pulls out a set of keys uh and unlocks this door in three separate places to this meat shop and then opens it up and just kind of ushers all three of you in uh, assuming you go in I swear if he betrays us <laughs> <laughs> oh Scratch is definitely going into a place called the meat shop yeah <laughs> you go down in here it's a simple basement cinder block walls uh, like small uh, little uh, fireplace in the corner um uh, table, chairs, some cots and everything. He closes and locks the door in three places behind you. Uh, then he goes, puts his finger to his lips and then uh, opens up a drawer, pulls out a small uh, bag that Tama and Scratch can both feel energy coming off of. Pulls out some powder and then like lays the powder down in a little bit of a symbol uh, uh, at the front of the door and a spell of some sort is cast um, as he like designs this sort of rune on the floor and a spell is cast and suddenly you can't hear ambient noise it's real real quiet like cone of silence essentially <laughs> I'm pretty sure we'll be fine in here how y'all doing so <laughs> I find that when it comes to extremely rich and powerful people that you can do more of what you want when they think you're being agreeable. Mm -hmm. I'm, I wanted to be very clear. I hated that <laughs> conversation. Yeah. I hated having to deal with that. That is the exact thing yeah. I don't like about high society. <laughs> um, I think we're all on the same page there. But she knows now that there is... A bit of pushback from some of us mm -hmm. whereas I, I i you know i i we didn't have a conversation about this before that because we never expected to have to talk to her this soon so totally fine that it happened it's more i think in the future we should at the very least play our cards very tight to our chest if there's gonna be hostilities because i think she has a suspicion that there if there is any hostility she'll trace it to us mm -hmm. uh so yeah, I was the governess as as she introduced herself. Uh, it's a good idea, usually, Tama. I think I agree for most part. Um, I'm a little worried because apparently we've met before, and I do not recall that meeting. <laughs> um, did you ghost her? Wilton's Wilton's philandered a bit here and there <laughs> in his time, but like. <laughs> I, I would like to think that I'm kind enough to keep lines of communication. If Wilton's not going to see you anymore, you're going to learn, you're going to know about it from Wilton. It's like, this isn't working out. Usually I buy him a drink, try to introduce him to someone else hotter than me, and then uh, just uh, make that, you know, I'm about... Uh, I'm about the cordiality of things, so I'm not going to end things awkward. But no, I'm pretty sure she's the kind of person that would just make poor Wilton cry in a bathtub at night. So that's not really my vibe. Um, uh, uh, um, 
I mean, don't don't yuck her yum. Uh, I'm not <laughs> yucking it. I'm just saying it's not my my yum. <laughs> Uh, she makes me get in a bathtub full of ice and cry. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Loretta Muldonis, um We're 100% boned. Tama leads into it. Did you hear the threat? Good luck on the match. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, I've been dancing around it for a bit. Uh, I happen to know that, of course, Atlantic High Fist is not here. Um, I was set up to know that. I don't know if you know that I've known, but I've been kind of like smiling and winking about it. We figured it's it's not one of those things you say out loud until someone else does first. uh, uh, But now that we're in the silence cone, Atlantic is absolutely not in the sky spire. Oh, yeah. No, he's been missing since Davidstown. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I just wanted to make sure. So, so, uh, how did the Davidstown match happen? Did we you just hire some mercenaries. We fought. You fought. Me yeah. <laughs> Scratch retrofitted the armor so all three of us could control it. Oh, that's clever as fuck. <laughs> you know the big Thank goofy you. cape we had on it. I don't know if you saw it on. Yeah, the I saw the cape. <laughs> the big goofy. Yeah, the cape was so I could sneak into the armor. Oh, it serves function. See, normally capes are a big style power play. Um, nope, like that's how that's function. how I got in. Um, it so, feels really nice to talk about it, frankly. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so I was allowed to know. I was brought on the inner circle of knowledge. I'm guessing at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, By uh, who? You're asking a man who deals in some information about. Yeah, but you're claiming a bit. You know, you have knowledge of a huge secret of ours. It's pretty important for us to know where you came by that knowledge for us to trust you. Yeah, because as far as we know, the only people who know about this are us and Inspector David from Davidstown. And of course, our. Leash, our patron yeah. who yeah probably hired you yeah uh, so there's, there's yeah you either learn about it from Inspector David or the Baron yeah. and one of those is okay <laughs> what you know what's a real funny thing <laughs> is that everyone calls Rupert Morningson the Baron and he doesn't know why that's not his title but it comes up a lot <laughs> it's because he can't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, his I, nickname is just dunking on his impotence. That's horrible. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? I'm a. I think you should write him that. He might use that in one of his acts for like his type five or something. I don't know. It's next time we're in his dreams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I will reveal this to you because I rolled a two on my own wisdom. I know about it because Sly Peter knows about it. Mm. Sly Peter knows about it um, from, I'm guessing, Rupert. Okay. Uh, Either Rupert or I don't know who this Inspector David is, but <laughs> Good. So, he sounds like someone that got hella dunked on and is no longer that important of an NPC in this entire story of your lives. <laughs> last we last we saw, he was being imprisoned. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. He decided to make himself a problem to us. I, I am. <laughs> that is an excellent threatening statement. Right there. He decided to make himself a problem to us. It's a great way to describe Describe past conquered foes, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. So Slot Peter told probably me probably also how the uh, governess is looking at us right now. <laughs> mm, true. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, if that's the case, then maybe she ought not to make herself a problem to us. <laughs> I'm wondering if the governess's implication of her threat was so. I, I see. I could see it as one and or two things that either one it's uh something's going to happen in the match very bad uh and or two she knows that it's us in the fight probably both that's what i'm guessing her knowledge of what's going on seems rapid and alarming Mm -hmm. oh yeah well i mean you know People in her position have eyes and ears everywhere, so uh, we should just assume that she knows everything that we know uh, when we're making our plans. Merritt, while they're having this conversation, roll insight. Also, you don't have to take this suggestion. I just thought it'd be really funny, though, if at the end of the match, you're just like, thank you. Um, By the way, you're being ruled by vampires and you're... You have zombie slaves. We're out. <laughs> and that was the end of Desilius the Speaker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was a four on the inside. Uh, uh, so you don't pick it up. Um, I'm engaged in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, that's that's what the insight was for. Um, Tama and Scratch, now you roll insight. Let's see if any of you can pick this up. Four on the die. <laughs> I got a eight. <laughs> I'm gonna have, I, I, I want you to pick this up. I'm gonna have Wilton roll for it. Come on, D20. That's a 19 on the die. There we go. Um, uh, Wilton's like, it is rapid, but to be clear, it's not immediate. It's not like she can see everything the moment it happens. She did not know that JJ had been fed to the zombies. She just, true. she had to ask. So, yeah, that's true. So someone's, she's either, that implies she's not like scrying mm-hmm. on you, which is probably good. Yeah. And that someone's that would relaying be information to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some more traditional spy network kind of yeah. stuff. So that 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 is helpful to us because this whole thing, like the door locks and the being under a butcher shop, that's for my security. That little powder there is to prevent things like scrying and people spying on us or being invisible in the room and such. I don't recommend saying that there's vampires and also <laughs> an undead. Uh, like a bunch You're of ruled zombies. by undead bloodsuckers. <laughs> so, do you think Loretta's a vampire? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I think it's, uh... I'd probably put 75% odds on it. What, I mean... Can I ask what tipped it off either than... Other the than fact that we ran into a vampire, there seemed to be a bunch of zombies, they have a uh, means of creating undead, um, and she... I don't know, just her whole vibe scratch is the most well-traveled person so <laughs> yeah it all it makes sense that Hold aaron on. has her have this position roll insight yeah. my god she is a vampire <laughs> right see what exactly eight on the dice <laughs> uh i mean I, I suppose she might be a vampire no no they can't be they can't be vampires people seen loretta at all times uh, it, it, inside I, this concrete and steel building where there are no natural daylights getting yeah, anywhere right yeah and then like she has us approach her from behind and she's like playing a piano and singing and doing this whole the thing. same That's the such same light stuff. that uh emanates from the walls is the same light that lights the elevator, yes? 
Yeah, yeah, the, the the whole building is... Yeah, so that didn't immediately set the vampire on fire to be in that elevator, meaning that fake sunlight Doesn't wouldn't affect hurt. a vampire. This would be a perfect mm-hmm. place for a vampire to hide. This place could be full of vampires. <laughs> Wilton sits for a moment. A tower full of vampires. <laughs> My god, they could have been vampires masquerading the whole time. <laughs> I, I'm only sad the podcast couldn't see your follow-up face to that statement because you nailed that like that like mid-distance stare of horror so perfectly. Wilton, are you a vampire? No, I'm not a vampire. A vampire, goddamn. So you gotta check sometimes. Because you have to tell us if you're a vampire. That's how it works. I mean, that is how it works. No, it, it... Someone buy a condo. Try to invite him in. Don't... <laughs> don't vampires have mind trick type magic? Can't they manipulate someone's mind? I mean, I don't know a lot about vampires. See, can we... I roll knowledge arcana? Yeah, sure. Uh, so 15. Um, I would like to know, do, uh, do vampires have the ability to uh, manipulate memory? Um, with a 15, you wouldn't know very much, um, in, like, this world doesn't know a lot about vampires as a concept other than a horror story that doesn't have an endless history of publishing that horror story or making it into entertainment media. Okay. Vampires would be very much like, um, the knowledge of vampires would be similar to, like, the knowledge of, like... Uh, like a Baba Duke kind of concept where it's like people have heard the name or like uh, what's that cannibal woods hunter Shia LaBeouf yeah, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> like a Shia LaBeouf um, uh, Wendigo like Wendigos where a lot of people kind of know what they are because there's stories about them but they don't know what they are like we in this world know vampires because there's been every kind of fiction utilized for them um and so uh, there might be some people that know a lot about them. Um, I don't think anyone in this group, uh, like when we rolled the vampire spawn fight, is so deeply familiar with vampires that you would know that. But I would think with the 15 knowledge, you could reasonably suspect it. You could you could suspect it like this has got to be a possibility. A powerful creature that can deal with undead it might have mind magic. You have mind magic. Reach out to my <laughs> contact, Von Hillsong. Now, this is entirely yeah. theoretical because I'm not 100, I don't know vampires well, but if vampires have the ability to affect memory in some way, that could have been a really fucked up wink that she did to you, meaning she's met you she and you don't remember. Mm-hmm. If a vampire I mean, can manipulate, I mean, I can manipulate people's minds with my magic. Yeah. Something yeah. far more powerful than me, like say a vampire lord or something like that. I don't know what their ranks are, but uh, something powerful enough to control a nation uh, probably could mess with your head. I would, mean, you seem like the type not to forget a face. Not usually. Like, I mean, there's the traditional way of making me forget you, which is just put enough drinks in the welt and I'll black out and not remember sections of time. But I usually remember the introductions. Wilton's like, well, um, all right. So apparently I have a job working in a vampire tower. Um, 
Again, I mean, 75%. Probable, yeah. Probable vampire probable. terror. I mean, maybe. Uh, and there's zombies at the bottom <laughs> of the tower. Yeah, I mean, uh, something can something that can create zombies on mass. I mean, zombies under the can. I, I at least know that zombies under the control of higher uh, thinking undead, like, can be used for work, right? Mm-hmm. Not just that's that's what it did seem like they were doing down there. Was it before we got involved? We saw figures down there, just kind of sort of like moving and unloading crate pallets and stuff. So it seems like they were just working before blood got in the air and we heard JJ scream and things got all hairy (laughs) so best case scenario they're using there is no such thing as a cemetery here and they're just using the dead for work worst case scenario is they're recruiting workers yeah yeah I uh I don't envy you having to live here (laughs) well like it was pretty good like 15 20 minutes ago it was was like oh living all this convenience I mean we could definitely use another savvy person in our group at this point we're dealing with having to fake (laughs) being Lannick Hindfist being our stature yeah this is not (laughs) yeah um you can hang out with us for as long as you want basically Um, if this turns out to be vampires and goes you know fangs up you're welcome to come with us yeah well I mean I can't I can't just you don't have to give an answer now you can sit on it we got we still got the fight to do tomorrow so you know yeah that was just kind of putting it out there yeah like you're all you uh, um, we consider you a friend. Like, yeah. we wouldn't be talking this earnestly with you if we didn't. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> what do you all want to do? Like, we now have uh, a situation. On, we well, we got a lot of situations. We got a press conference we got to show up to tomorrow. <laughs> we got a lunch with Samson that Lannick is somehow supposed to show up to at the Fast Tuxedo Bear. And, did, did, we all, <laughs> did we already tell... Uh, Samson about Lannick? I thought we did. Or nope, maybe we just talked didn't. about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, nope. so. <laughs> we got, we, we got, so we got a press conference. Um, do you agree to be security for Ma? Oh, should we tell Maja Agda? Should we tell Thundra about this? Like, how do you, how do you feel about pretending to be Lannick for that, uh, for that lunch with <laughs> Samson? Samson, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know Lannick very well. I don't know if I could impersonate him well at all. I'm, I'm like a foot shorter than him. Like, I'm a big guy for, like, normal guys. <laughs> I'm a little taller than Merritt still. Um, not as impressive, certainly, but a little taller. Um, one foot stilts? I mean, you know. It's... One, one foot stilts. <laughs> I don't. I don't exactly know that we're going to be able to pull off. <laughs> yeah, we a could face-to-face probably, meeting. We could probably. Well, like, just do we cancel. just send? Yeah, send Wilton at the last minute to be like, "Hey, something broke on the armor, and we got to get oh, it I'll fixed." Lie. Hey, yeah, that works. Lie. Yeah. That's a lot <laughs> I mean, I mean, so That's a much better plan. <laughs> this is. Thank God, Merritt's level head is here. On the other hand, you retrofitted champion armor for three small-sized creatures. <laughs> And you're 
suggestion to make me match the height of one planet foot was one still. foot still. <laughs> mechanical stilts. <laughs> uh, well, mechanical stilts. Would well, have I'm an good. engineer, and that feels like the most, uh, the, the best good enough solution. Planet, why are your arms so short? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. One foot stilts for your hands, too. Oh, oh wow. Well. You right. just get a little right. grabby claws. Grabby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Lying to Samson. That's a good idea. Uh, uh, you know, Lannick, I'm sure we can come up with something decent. Something happening with the armor would concern Lannick, and I think Samson would understand. <laughs> He's fighting a vampire. Um, <laughs> we got that press conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think we have to show up for that. I don't so we, press, we can do the press conferences. Lannick's not expense, expected yeah. at that. And, um... Here's one thing to add to the agenda for tomorrow. Um, leaving, like, immediately, like, the very second our fight is over and we don't have any other obligations, getting out as quickly as possible. So we have to decide now. I mean, right now we have a bunch of stuff on our plate. We've figured out what we can do with uh, with Samson. Mm-hmm. We figured out we'll just do the press conference. Um, I don't think we should inform Magda no. at this point because, again, it's just a theory. Mm-hmm. Um, so we should probably spend just time with her, take care of her, do what we said we are going to do, uh, fight the fight, and like I said, get out. I don't, I mean, what, as much as I'd love to affect change right now, we have a wild theory uh, <laughs> against someone who has far more money in pa- and and, yeah. and if yeah. in theory she is what we think she is, mm-hmm. and supernatural power. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Every single possible card is against us here. Uh, And, you know, we're in her house, basically, no matter where we go in this tower. So, yeah, no, definitely, like, I feel like something has to be done, but it's probably not going to be us, and it's definitely not going to be now. However, we could tip a few people off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. See? Yeah, we're... Yeah, I was I was about to say we could let Rod Donchill know yeah. if there's anything a paladin hates. It's I think we're all on the yeah. same page here. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, yeah. we could do it really casual too. Just the hey, have you ever you know having fought that vampire the other day? This place is perfect for vampires, don't you think? Yeah. Like, how did that vampire have access to that elevator in the first place? Why were all those undead? In fact, this whole tower uses false light. That seems like the best place like to any just vampire, go through our logic with her. Yeah. Here. And then let them do what adventurers do, which mm-hmm. is occasionally take care of dangerous things mm-hmm. uh, while <laughs> causing the most collateral damage, which is a little <laughs> gross, but... We, we, we should make sure that they understand the scale of it, too, and be like, yo, don't just take them on yourselves. Like, get, you know, network Get some other adventurers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do, I, I, outside of merit, I just love the idea of, like, if they manage to survive the last thing, let's just throw them against a powerful vampire <laughs> yeah. lord. Yeah, we, you don't sure even know if they're alive. Just make sure that this adventure party dies um, <laughs> somehow <laughs> yeah. tangentially Well, we did, we did everything we could to help them survive. Yeah, you tried. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, well, I, I, I can look into Rot Dawn Shield and contacting them. Uh, so, does your, does your, you said that your Lord knows, that Lord, uh, yeah, yeah, the Baron knows. That Lord, Lord Morningside. Uh, yes, he does. We contacted him <laughs> via a, uh, dreaming spell. Ah, yeah. Uh, and, and he still had you come 
yeah. and do 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 the fight? What? I can't say what I, reason. Would, I don't know. I'm not playing his 3D chess. <laughs> yeah, none of us actually know that. That's the thing that boggled my mind. I assumed once we told him, he'd say, "Wow, that's." Horrible, but you guys were able to do the fight on your own. Hey, maybe we should just go public and say you're doing it now. Or hey, we're canceling the season. Not like hey, just the three little people go beef Lannick Heimfist. <laughs> well, right. I mean, yeah, I, huh? I have a galaxy brain theory. What's that? So we're, we sent here because the Imps office is here, and Imps has disaster removal services and scooped Lannick in whatever cleanup of the major earth disaster we experienced outside of Davidstown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's my headcanon now. Headcanon accepted. That's, that's what happens when a portable hole goes critical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a camping toilet gone wrong. <laughs> so, by the gods. So, Ruber Morning Sun sends um, you all here, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I have a uh, I have a pretty good idea of why Rupert Morning Sun just kind of was like, yeah, go do it. It's probably like 80% protecting the Morning Sun brand. Because, um, you know, it, it'd be egg on his face. It'd be a lot of uncomfortable questions. Uh, if it's like, oh, your champion disappeared? Like, what the hell is that about? And then it's like, oh, guess you forfeit this season. And, you know, he, does, he wants to avoid all that. And 20%. He just thinks it'd be. He just finds it really funny that we're out there fighting Islantic, <laughs> and he wants to be able to tell this story I like mean, years from now. I mean, potentially, <laughs> like it is kind of funny. <laughs> like, trust us, I see the we, humor we, in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Lord Morningstone has a whimsical sense like, of humor. Yes, of course. If his champion disappeared on him and he had to forfeit the season, that's tragic. Although Haza does have another champion. Granted, it's not at Regal Souls out of that other town that I can't remember the name of. Nobody gives a fuck because Regal Souls is the only town that matters in goddamn Hazza. <laughs> but, um. Davidstown. But, no, it's not out of Davidstown. Davidstown is beloved <laughs> across the land for inventing ice frozen fish cake. Um, <laughs> obviously talking about Kylesburg. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, I'm uh, going to make Davidstown Bullshit. the talk That's of the fools. Um, I'm going to uh, become the Hokage of Davidstown. The Hokage of <laughs> But yeah, I, so I don't... I, I, but like, yeah, it would be like a problem, but then he'd just have someone else. Did he send you here for some reason? He just said to continue the continue the season and to look into what happened to Lannick. Yeah. All right. Basically, I think his reason is he wants us to try and resolve it as quietly as possible. Oh, and have you all made any progress on the whole <laughs> Lannick situation? We've reached out to a contact uh, in the Sky Spire. Sly Peter? Sly Peter. Mm -hmm. um, beyond that, uh, we have very little to go on. We know that there's some sort of group that there's this air of cardamom and cinnamon. Oh, like down in the floors we were yeah. just in. Yeah. So we don't we don't tell Miss Ogda. Maybe we tell people like right Dawn Shield, assuming right Dawn Shield's still alive. And maybe our boss is kind of yeah. super important for like the structure oh, yeah, we of the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. got to um, know. Yeah. yeah, that's kinda of what I was getting at is we should who has the best stealth? Or the you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so either stealth-wise and or talking-wise, we should try and see what information we can find um, from the imps about any secret projects or, like, testing areas or incidents that they're aware of to see if they might be connected to that incident that uh, made Lanik disappear. I mean, saying this now, I'm realizing that it might have been easier to do that before we went on that tour, but, you know, well, I mean, water under the bridge. Hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> 2020 or however they refer to. Yeah. 2020, we have. Like, I've been on that tour dozens of times, and that was the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> You've already been on that? You were so gassed to go on that tour, you convinced me to go on that tour. <laughs> it's a cool tour, but it always ends before we get to it the... Felt it felt like you would never... Wait, it always ends before you get... Long story. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll get into that in some of the paywall content. Um, <laughs> Scratch has pushed so many buttons she wasn't supposed to. <laughs> oh, no. But, uh, 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 all right. So, you think investigating what's happened in Atlantic, you think Imps might have something to do with it? I'm beginning to think so, yeah. Um, Based on some of the information we got on that tour. Well, and then also you said, Tama, it was something related with cinnamon and cardamom, something like that? Yeah. I, I know I smelled I know I smelled a little bit while we were down there, but not much. It just was like a passing scent. Um, uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think y'all should talk with the boss man and get kind of an update on what's going on. Because I doubt he was like, and then you're going to potentially meet, uh, we'll, we'll say a probable vampire lord of some kind. And also there's, there's like explosions and internal political strife. And, uh, and now we're working security for a pop star. It got real complicated for y'all in the Sky Spire. <laughs> Um, do you know where to pick up like a sleep scroll or something quick? Oh, do you just want to have a conversation with them? Yeah. yeah. There's crystals where you can just go have a conversation with them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if he's in Regal Soul, assuming he's thinking... in Regal Soul, like, like, this is the Sky Spire, you can just go. I was also yeah. wondering where you get a sleep being. <laughs> yeah. You can pay for him to be secure, yeah. Let but me be like, clear. I don't know if the Loretta Maldon is secure. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, exactly. you know would rather go outside of that's, those, though. Uh, you know what? Honestly, that's a perfect reason to use the sleep scrolls, I think. That's perfectly secure. It's just going to be us. There's no way for anyone to tap into the sleep scrolls, I don't think. Right? Yeah, I think we should use the, the dream scrolls. All Actually, right. We can. Hold we on can. a second. Uh, 14. To, uh, 14 Arcana to kind of assess how much more secure it is comparatively. All right, so I'm going to give you that answer. Okay. But I'm also going to ask you to roll another d20 for me, please, and I'm not going to tell you what you're rolling. That is an 18. That's <laughs> very Thank good. God. On the Here's what happened. Like, it went it went up to a 2, but then because of the little fold in the fabric, it rolled back to 18. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no! Oh, good. <laughs> so, with the 14 Arcana, you think to ask, and you start asking. It's less that you rolled on Arcana and more that you brought it up. You started thinking about the security between, like, a, like a communications crystal that's some sort of, like, sending stone, mm -hmm. but over a greater range, and a... Um, Dream scroll. One of the phrases that Loretta said mm -hmm. is that you'd be welcome to return back to your dreams. 
uh-huh. in the conversation. I do remember her saying that. And, and I was like, she that was specifically weird. mentioned dreaming. I'm not saying that Loretta has or does not have the power to spy on your dreams. Yeah. But Scratch definitely remembers that statement. Okay. And so, as far as the 14 Arcana, dreams are hard mm-hmm. to spy on. Mm-hmm. But you know, and Merit, you also might know this. Uh, or like would be able to recall it so you'd be able to confirm governments have conversations over these things oh okay like okay like important people say important private things to other important people over this so there must be a system of security to them otherwise that could never do and you already you know you know that imps has like an arcane you know that both the sky spire and imps have arcane divisions that literally could just spend all the time gathering secrets so there must yeah. be something okay all right so if they're used for secure communications then they must be secure on some level but they're not totally secure but there must be some way of bolstering that security otherwise governments would use it but that also means that there are vulnerabilities to being listened in on yep so, I'd, say, I'd say that's a fair assessment okay um do I have a sense of how much more base security we can expect over like using like a pay phone? <laughs> like the Well, you don't want to use like the basic general communication sending crystals. Yeah. Uh You've already got a lot on your plate and I don't want the potentiality of there to be something more on your plate. I can find you. I can get you connected with the most secure crystal outside of maybe one in Loretta Maldonis's uh, palatial estate. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it might involve meeting some people. It might involve... I wouldn't say trade a favor for a favor, but the kind of people you don't probably want to as the pit crew of a champion combatant. No, and I can give you that, but that is a dead guarantee security. Or we can go to one of the more wealthy ones that probably has the standard security for wealthy top people to do wealthy top people bullshit. Yeah. Um, We can do that. Loretta probably has ears on those, though. Um, What a... What if we, would it make a difference if we like left the sky spire to like camp somewhere and use the dreaming scroll and then come back or something? Probably if this is her domain. I'm, so I've always been worried about what's outside the tower Mm. because there are no, there's no storage outside the, every, all storage and everything. So that makes me real worried about what comes out at night for there not to be a town at the port here. Well... I mean, but there's other towns in this in in, in Kenya. Coast. Yeah, but how close to here? Well, hold hold on, let me think about it. While the DM looks at the map, <laughs> give it a real good think. It's gonna take me a surprising amount of time to know where the nearest town to the place that I lived at for several years. Because I mean, something like this, if if it were habitable, there would be a shanty town built around the sky spire itself. Yeah, all monumental like places like that inevitably build out things around it. Yeah, people who just, like, can't afford to, like, yeah. live in the tower for whatever reason. Disenfranchised people who are yeah. like, I don't want to fucking yeah, work here, but I don't want to move. shops along the waterfront yeah. or, like, stalls. Yeah. yeah. Like, life. Uh, <laughs> unless they use, like, their army to violently enforce out. not doing that. It's really, really shitty Sky Spire knockoff figurines. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, there's, like, uh, 
There's a small village, probably about days travel from here and then another like city uh probably a few days travel out by wagon um uh like and then there's there's like a few others also we've been getting well, well thinking about this we get produce we get meat like we get supplies from all over Kenya Kosar and those do get delivered by people I seen them um, <laughs> they're, they're people so they're I don't think that outside is via the river what they're not only no, no. Delivered there are via wagons the river. and stuff that come from from there but you are correct that it is rather strange that nothing's within a a certain radius of the sky spire other than that very small like essentially general store slash tavern that's at the dock <laughs> the tourist <laughs> shop yeah the tourist <laughs> shop with the sky spire figurines <laughs> the keychains uh, keychains <laughs> and everything uh uh there's some fridge magnets um this one has my name it says david <laughs> the david ones run out all the time. um but yeah uh yeah so i think you're safe I think you're saying going outside the sky spire might be interesting. Um, I guess you could just go out. Yeah, let's uh, maybe let's step out. Have maybe one or two of us fall asleep and use the dream scroll to talk and then uh, we'll come back in. You have to procure a dream scroll, but I can scoop one of those up for you. Okay. On the way out, I'm sure I can find some place that's still open. Yeah. On the way out of the woods here. Let's do it. Um, yeah. Mm. All right. Roll a roll a, a luck check for me to see this, and I want all three of you to do this. This will be a group luck check based off an average. Fourteen. That's a four. Ten. <laughs> Fourteen for ten is 28 divided by three is under 10 okay <laughs> um so uh wilton kind of breaks off for a little bit he's like all right so this person's probably sleeping i'm gonna wake him up they owe me a favor um i'm i'm, I'm gonna wake him up i'm gonna get the dream school i'm gonna come back uh they probably wouldn't like a bunch of strangers but they know wilton well enough and uh uh and he just goes, and it's not even like super secretive. He just bangs on the door. <laughs> Jeremiah, wake the fuck up! Get out here! And then uh, there's like some time, and you see this very sleepy, like this very sleepy lizard-like person that's a little bit closer to y'all's in height, and it looks like they might be a kobold. Uh, they've got like a sleeping cap on and pajamas and everything, and they're like, "What do you want, Well, And then you kind of hear them talk. And then the door closes and then it opens again. He hands him a scroll and hands a little purse. All right, we got our scroll. Let's head on out. Um, to lift? Yep. Sounds good to me. <laughs> we ain't taking the stairs all the way down from here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you take the lift down to uh, the main floor, which is actually floor... Uh, uh, so it's actually floor uh, one. Mm -hmm. on it it's the floor that people get off the lifts from and the separate doors behind what would normally open for the rest of the sky spire open up and you come out and it's the middle of the night it's <laughs> the stars are out the moon is out like it's not pitch pitch black but it is the middle of the night and other than the waterfront and especially because the walls are surrounding you it is dead quiet there's not a cricket not a bird, not a flutter, nothing in any kind of bush. <laughs> it is 
like nothing else exists in the world but your breathing and the sounds of the water past the walls to get into the sky spire. I'm going to do a quick perception check just to see if, like, if everything's quiet for a reason. <laughs> Not sure. Do I see vampires? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a 16 perception. Detect magic. Ooh. I would like to very, very much keep an eye out for the school of necromancy. You don't sense any kind of necromancy. You sense a fair amount of magic coming off the sky sure. spire and big old muddle of it. Uh, roll Arcana for me, Tom. Yeah. What did it's you only get? 15 perception. 15 perception. What did you get? Scratch for your perception? Uh, 16. 16. Nothing on that Arcana? It's in that one. It's in that one. Uh, so you get a big old jumble of magic coming from the sky spire. Um, you don't really get like maybe some small light cantrips to kind of light up on the walls and such. Uh, Merritt and Tama, you both got, or Merritt and Scratch, you both got 15 and 16 respectively on your perception. A 15 doesn't do it. Merritt, you're looking around. You feel like you should see something. You're so close. And 16 doesn't beat it. Maybe just in time, you in the distance think that you see some sort of shape mm -hmm. walking along the top of the wall. Maybe a couple shapes walking around. But it's dark. There's not light up there and yeah. everything. And then that's it. That's all I can get like with the Like walking 16. around like guards or skulking around like people trying to remain hidden? Uh, they don't look like they're trying to hide, okay. but they're not making that much noise either. You can't hear anything. You okay. can just kind of see movement. But it's hard to keep consistent with. Mm -hmm. And uh, Are there and other people around or are we the only... You are the only people outside okay. of this building. It is eerily empty um, in this courtyard. Scratch, uh, Scratch uh, just turns to the others and she's like, I think I see a couple people up there. Anyone care if I just yell out real quick? Because either they're supposed to be here or they're not. Do what you got to do. I We did just fight a vampire. Remember that. Oh, yeah. No, I know. That's why I'm saying. If they're here to cause us harm, we can just dip dip back inside real quick. Um, if they're not meaning us harm, if they're just like tower guards or whatever, then we can just, you know, announce ourselves, make ourselves known. They'll know that we were here, but then we'll just, you know, go further out. Go for it. Okay. Do you have anything to offer them in case they are guards mm -hmm. or like... Maybe we ask them what time it is. Oh, I always got something to offer them. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, Scratch, what do you what do you say? Uh, Scratch just goes, hey, hi there. She like raises up a paw and waves. Scratch, roll me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> uh, that's 11 plus 3, 14. All right. <laughs> Scratch, you easily step out of the way as you you hear it because you use this weapon. So you hear suddenly a oh. and then you easily <laughs> oh. step out of the way as a as a bolt just like lands right beside you. Doesn't like come close to Merit or Tama. Yeah. And everything. No response <laughs> verbally. Just that. Well, that answers that question. Um, let's step back inside for a second <laughs> and decide our next next move. Yep. <laughs> uh, as we dip in, can I fire off just a return shot? Uh, you know what? Um, 
Yeah, go for it. All right. uh, at disadvantage because it's outside of short range. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be... Oh, too bad about the disadvantage. Uh, that's a 10 total to hit. 10 total, you're shot. You don't hear it. Hit yeah. Any kind of purchase or anything. It just goes <laughs> wide as the doors close. That's fine. That, it works as a fuck you for and me. And then Wilton just simply states... I don't care if she hears this, if she's got the list bugged, because I think she knows that the message was sent if it was by her. I don't think Loretta really wants us to leave this guy <laughs> spy right now. Doesn't seem that way. We'll go, we'll go back to... Uh, to and yeah, then he let's... just puts his fingers up kind of half to his chest and does little quote symbols. My place again. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get some rest. Uh, we'll, we'll need a lot of sleep for the t uh, tomorrow's right. big fight. Sleep over yeah. at Wilton Wilvix's. Yeah. Um, and then he leads you back to the, <laughs> <middle>. <laughs> the, the, the the butcher shop and the underground thing, and he reputs the new powder <laughs> spell and everything. It's like, so you want to do the sleep spell here? Might as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so A, are all of you doing the sleep spell or just one one or two of you? I think since we're in here and Wilton's, Wilton's there, like, we might he's like, I'll stay awake. And okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's put the three of us in there so we can all do it. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, uh, I'll put on I'll put on some soothing music and he goes and he finds like this little like old radio and kind of dusts it off and turns it on and some kind of almost lullaby relaxation night music is playing so you use the sleep spell scroll before uh, you all drift into dreamland all right so before you had to walk up to this but now you're sitting in a stadium of, of chairs and the Stadium of Chairs ha is facing a stage with uh, two curtains, red velvet curtains that are kind of pulled to the side. <laughs> and uh, uh, there you see uh, Rupert Morningstone dressed in a nice, uh, slim, formal uh, vest and uh, uh, pant like nice like slacks, uh, nice pants, and he's just gesturing to the audience. And so then we had the minstrels uh, play the same song over and over and over <laughs> again. By the third song, people were noticing, the servant staff, but of course they couldn't say anything because if they did, they'd be fired and possibly penalized, what with this being a, oh, hey, I see my friends are back, and he just like, and the whole thing like dissipates except for the three of you yep. in your chairs <laughs> and him on the stage and uh i love like, that story yeah it's a great one it's a great one what can i do for you things have gotten out of hand <laughs> more out of hand <laughs> than there's there's lots of weird stuff rupert there's lots of weird stuff he creates a nice little like recreation of his office which Merritt fully recognizes because uh, he's because he spent time in there uh, in Regal Soul and the three of you sit down to have a conversation everybody roll perception for me please god damn it <laughs> that's a dirty 20 nice I got a 7 <laughs> is there just like a curtain the governess behind it. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Merit, you hear ever so gently the slow sounds 
of a piano melody uh-huh. that you've just become familiar with recently, and it's just at the edge of your hearing. And that is where we're going to leave off this episode. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and we will be back with Rupert Morning Sun, Dream Time, and potentially bad things. <laughs> Uh, next time, thank you very much, my constantly stymied pit crew. <laughs> Just nowhere to go, no cards to play, fucked in every direction. I'm really glad you had us do this campaign, Steve. You're welcome. Uh, 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 so, does anything? Love if, if, if does anyone have anything that they want to plug? Nope. Okay. <laughs> oh uh, well. Uh, I do, I guess. What do you want to plug? Yeah, you should go check out my page, Leota Roleplaying. I've got a new uh, live action game I'm going to be running. Uh, it's currently sold out, but there's a Kickstarter going to help uh, fund Leota Roleplaying and get us back up and running after the whole COVID thing happened to a lot of companies. So yeah, that's just Leota Roleplaying on Facebook. Easy to find. Nice. Uh, you can find me on Twitch.tv and Twitter as AAARon. Uh, also on YouTube. Um and I'm also on another dying of exposure yeah. uh, thing. And Kelsey, do you have anything this time? I know I know you also like to pick a different thing each time, but I know you're running out of things. Uh, if you know any really interesting positions uh, in programming related to diversity and equity or teaching, I guess let my husband know so he can filter stuff yeah message us direct <laughs> if you know any uh leftist super communist welcome comrade progressive uh forward-thinking uh programming companies or jobs mentorships and such that are a wonderful kelsey could help participate in uh as always, you can find Low Armorcast at the Low AC on all social media, especially TikTok right now, because it's so easy to record content for that. Um, <laughs> you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash lowarmorcast, and you can follow us on where most podcasts are found. And remember, share this out, like it, uh, uh, subscribe to it, make sure that you're reviewing it if your podcast app has reviews. Word of mouth really helps. But for now, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Where's my money, Steve? (laughs) Where's that Patreon money? This isn't the first time you've been on that imps tour because you've been with Lannick. (laughs) Every time you go, you go on that tour, something always happens that you never get to the enchantment room. Uh, no. <laughs> yes. Uh, Phil, uh, she's back. Uh, we're gonna get, get get team two down here. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and run scenario four F. Is that the one with the zombies? Yeah, that's the one with the zombies. Okay, yeah. code, code yellow. Am I right? <laughs> High five. Yeah.